Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Ruse, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, let us go. Hello, everyone. And welcome to episode number 158 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I am in studio. I am by myself. I want to start this podcast off by congratulating Francis Ngannou on becoming the UFC heavyweight champion of the world. If you haven't seen this guy's story, you need to look it up, whether you watch it on or uh, watch it on Rogan or listen to it or whatever. However you figure it out, figure it out, because what he had to go through in his life, the sacrifices that he had to make, he's an inspiration. And uh, I'm very happy that he finally got the opportunity to prove himself to the world of how good he really is, because for a long time he had to sit on the sidelines. And he didn't deserve that. But hey, champ of the world. So pick and Pat went four and one. On the main card, I hope I helped anyone that did MMA picks. Of all the fights I was going to lose, <laughs> like of all the fights, it was the one I was the most confident about. Worthy, I hate you. You're not worthy. You really let me down. So no 5-0 and oh for me. That's too bad. But I want to go over the main event between Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. Going into that fight, I said on the podcast last week, I was afraid that Stipe had taken too much damage in his career. And I didn't think he was going to be able to take the power that Ngannou dishes out. At the weigh-ins, when I saw that Ngannou had about 25 to 30 pounds on him as an advantage, yeah, I kind of knew. I was like, this dude's going to, he's too big, he's too strong. And I will say, like, massive props to Stipe Miocic for lasting as long as he did. He he got a couple right hands off. He tried. But, man, Ngannou's too big. And um, the punishment that Stipe took... Before he went down, he's the best heavyweight champ of all time. But the way he lost that fight, I wouldn't think he would get an immediate rematch. It doesn't sound like that's going to happen, which brings me back to a few months ago. Listeners of big mouth, small words. Did we not see this coming? Did, did we not? Did we not see this coming? We have been preaching about Derek Lewis deserving an opportunity at the title for months And I was so angry that I wrote a goddamn blog about it. (laughs) I mean, I literally wrote a blog about it. Now, I have some audio from Dana White, the boss, the president of the UFC. After Francis Ngannou won, I want to play it for you guys. And I want to go over what I take from it. We're going to have to talk this out. Let's figure it out. That's right, because Stipe, we talked about it, greatest of all time. We said if he loses, he'd probably deserve a rematch, but... Man, the idea of a John Jones fight seems awfully exciting right now. And John came out, tweeted, said, show me the money. What, what appeals to you most? Because it, it seems like that would be a, an amazing super fight. If I'm John Jones and I'm home watching this fight, I start moving to 85. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think that's a fight that you'd like to put together next? I, mean, sure. I know we don't match make, but that sure does seem exciting. Listen, I could sit here all day and tell you, you know, what show me the money mean? I tell you guys this all the time. If you can say you want to fight somebody, you know, but do you really want to? Yeah. 
I guess I guess John Jones is uh, is watching. He he tweeted since uh, you've been up there. He said, uh, "Go to 185." I didn't gain all this weight for no reason. Laughing face. I like it. <laughs> that sounds serious. That sounds serious, then, John. <laughs> Call Hunter right now. Is that we the can fight? make that fight tonight, John. Call Hunter right now. That's, that's the fight to make, would, would you say? What's that? J Jones and Ganu is the fight to make, right? Well, Derek Lewis is the fight to make. But if John Jones really wants that fight, listen, it's one thing to go out and, and, and tweet and say you want it and I put on the weight and I did this and that. Do you want the fight? I, I promise you. We can call Derek Lewis or one of these other heavyweights and they want the fight. If John Jones really wants the fight, John Jones knows he can get the fight. All he's got to do is call and, and do it. Like I said, it's easy to, to, to say you want the fight, but if you really want the fight, Francis Ngannou is the heavyweight champion of the world right now. All he's got to do is pick up the phone and call Hunter and we can get the deal done. Oh, oh, Dana. Listening to Dana White daring John Jones to take the fight filled me with more joy than I don't, I don't think I can explain it fully. John Jones, as I've said a million times, can tweet all that he wants about putting on the weight and wanting this fight. But you know what? He doesn't want the fight. I agree with Dana a hundred million trillion percent. And you want to know something? It's about to get real here because I want to speak directly to you, John. Why don't we be real about all this? You've sat on the sidelines for over a year. Your last KO win was over Daniel Cormier in 2017. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. John, you put a little something extra in your Wheaties that morning. A little uh, extra workout, little pre-workout buzz, huh? I understand why you did it. You pissed hot. You took steroids because you knew that you couldn't beat DC. You knew you couldn't. You went against DC the first fight, and he went five rounds against you, and you couldn't finish him. So what did you do? You pissed hot. And I see all these people acting like you have a chance against Francis Ngannou. You idiots. Oh, my God. It's, like, hard for me to even be serious. Do any of you remember the last time John Jones finished a fight? Anybody? Anyone out there? The last time the almighty John of Jones finished a fight was in 2013 against Chael freaking Sonnen. And listen, I love Chael Sonnen, but on short notice against John Jones when he was actually good, that's laughable. John Jones, you haven't won a fight other than by decision, in eight freaking years. And you want me to believe, and you want the people to believe that you're going to put out Nganu in his way. You know what, John Jones? That is fucking, fucking embarrassing. embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. It really is. It's fucking embarrassing. It's a joke. Fucking embarrassing. Tell it like it is, you loser. You wanted to move up to heavyweight because you wanted to go against Miochik until DC beat him. And then you thought you'd rather not fight him He's got some weight on you. You don't really want to go against him, so you waited. You took your time. You went against lesser competition, but you still couldn't finish them, by the way. You saw what I saw. You saw that after the trilogy with Daniel Cormier and Miochik, the amount of damage that Miochik took, you felt that you could clip him and you could win a title and you'd be a double champ. You wanted to be McGregor. You wanted to be DC. But the problem is, John, the only thing that you clip is pregnant ladies with your vehicles. 
The only thing that you clip is another line when you fail all of your moronic supporters over and over and over again. And this time, I'm honestly rooting for you, John. I want you to get this fight because Ngannou has won his last five fights by KOing people Mortal Kombat style. I want fatality for you. To the John Jones fans, blowing up my Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast, John Jones is going to stay on Twitter and Instagram just like all of you idiots. He's going to get out of fighting Francis. He's going to say, show me the money. He's going to say he's not appreciated. What an absolute waste of life you have become, John Jones. I remember when you were younger, and I remember when I looked at you and I said, man, this dude is the shit. He is good. You didn't deserve a second chance, and Dana White bailed your ass out and gave you three. Without the UFC, you're a burnout and a felon and nothing more. I'm getting heated. <laughs> I'm really, I hate John Jones. Obviously, anyone that's ever listened to this podcast understands how much I really hate that guy. And dude, listen, this shit has to be said. Derek Lewis deserves and has earned a title shot, whereas John Jones has not done shit and he doesn't deserve shit. And I'm going to say this too. I'm going to say this. You go to bigmouthsmallwords.com. Just check out the article that I posted. Derek Lewis versus John Jones needs to happen. Check that out. Now, that's what I wanted to happen before and Ghana won the belt. But hey, whoever wants to put out Jones is fine with me. Jones has proven in the last eight years he can't finish anybody. So if he thinks he's going to go against one of these massive heavyweights and win, he's out of his mind. I will end this by saying that John Jones was offered today $10 million to fight Francis Ngannou? He said no. He wants more money. He wants more money than anything. But then Derek Lewis said he would fight Francis Ngannou for $8 million. So, I don't know. Do the math, Dana. There's a right and there's a wrong. What do you want to do? If it's me, I give Derek Lewis the opportunity. $8 million? Come on, man. It's too easy. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully we can get Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou, although I I wouldn't mind seeing Jones get knocked out by either of them. But uh, we really got to find a way to uh, get people pumped up. Get people pumped up about Derek Lewis. Get fired up about Derek Lewis. Get fired up. Because he's the man. And he'll knock Jones out. We're gonna get I'm it going. Derek Lewis, Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. <laughs> I love Derek Lewis. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for listening. I, I know these episodes have been on the shorter side, and that is due to the fact that I'm still doing the three years gone stuff with Matt doing a lot of band stuff. We've got a CD coming out in June. We've got a lot going on. So another shameless plug here. But if you want to follow at three years gone music on Instagram, we're going to be getting it going, man. We even have a uh, a show we're going to be doing on Saturday via the internet. It's going to be a live practice. Not so much a live show, but a live practice. We're going to get it going. And if you want to watch... It'll be on Facebook or YouTube or something, so just check it out. 
three years gone. It's exciting. But as I always say, go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. Stay up to date. But more importantly, stay safe. I love y'all. You just made the list!